Welcome back. It's Maria and Lindsay. And we are former college roommates who love movies. Lindsay has her degree in film and I review movies for almost 20 years. And today we're actually doing a little special episode. Um, this one is about the number one movie in the box office right now. That is The Woman King, directed by Gina Prince Bythewood. That you might recognize, and you have stars Lashana Lynch and Viola Davis, and oh gosh, who else? Um, John Boyega, Sheila Adam, Thuso Madu. It's got a lot of really great people in here, and mm -hmm. it just came out on September 16th. Again, it's the number one movie in the box office, which makes Gina uh, Prince Bythewood like the second black female director to ever have a number one movie. Who's the first? Uh, who was the first? I can't, I don't remember right now. But, uh, pretty sure, uh, the woman who, who did, um, oh, because Candyman's going to be the third when she gets her Marvel movie. Okay. Yeah, so I saw The Woman King on, was it last Thursday? So right before it released. Um, the place I worked for, they actually like hosted a screening. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it was just a bunch of co-workers uh, watching the movie. Um, the audience, even though like the theater wasn't full or anything, but there's enough people in there to get kind of a feel for things. And they really, really loved it. They clapped at the film multiple times or like yelling at the screen and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, just excited for what was happening on screen. Uh, yeah. I saw it Friday and I saw it in MX4D. So that was like the motion seats with the oh wind. And, and yeah. Um, well, you know, with the, with the MX4D, you got the wind, the water, the um, snow, all that kind of stuff, but you know, it didn't have snow or rain or anything like that right. in the movie. So it was just wind and and the movement. But How it was, was that really for cool. you? It was pretty cool. Like I've seen other movies in that theater before, but um, it was pretty cool because you know, with the fight scenes, you move with the um, hits and stuff like that. So that was pretty yeah. cool. I I did that for a Star Wars movie, and I got really motion sick. So it's like I can't do that. Didn't? Yes, you know it's um some people like it, some people don't. I took my um goddaughter with me. She didn't like the seats. That was her first time in there. She didn't like it. Um, but I think like the best movie I've ever seen in that theater is Black Panther, because Black Ooh. Panther had all the elements in there. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, so that like even with the water because you get squirted with the water. And then, yeah. you know, um, in that one scene where they're picking the flowers and stuff, you smell the flowers. Oh, wow. Whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Like everything that they offer, Black Panther had it in the movie. So, yeah. But yeah. Now, what did you think of the movie, Lindsay? Um, well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the storyline. Um, 
I enjoyed uh, the time and effort that they um, took to put into the movie as far as like the fight scenes and them getting their bodies together and stuff like that for the fight scenes and whatnot, you can tell it comes out in the movie. So um, it reminded me of 300. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like, for me, it was kind of like a, a female 300. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you could you can tell how much time and effort that they put in to getting their bodies together, especially for the fight scenes and stuff with 300. And, and that came out in this movie as well. So um, definitely appreciated John Boyega. Um, I never always appreciated John Boyega. But I'm... <laughs> You know, I've never looked at him that way, but that man is fine. He's very attractive. I don't know what what camera they used, but I need to find out because, man, that man is fine. (laughs) Yes. Like, I never, I never looked at him that way. I don't know if it was because it was an African movie and he was a king. Was it the little curls in the afro? Maybe it was the curls. The facial hair? Yeah, maybe it was the one-two combo for me. Yeah, but it was it was something. It was something abnormal. But I was just like, <laughs> the camera, you know, something and, abnormal you know, happened to me while I watched this movie. Right, and it was so funny because literally every time he was on screen, my goddaughter was like, "He's fine." I said, mm-hmm. "I agree." She it was died. something. Yeah, it was it was something with the camera. I don't I don't know. I need to find out <laughs> what camera. camera. Yeah, like, it may be something with his face. That too, but you know he he <laughs> had the same face in the yeah. other movies, and I've never mm-hmm. looked at him like that. That's why I'm like it's something with the camera, you know. So yeah, now, just for were him you alone. Uh, familiar with the Dahomey Amazons before this? Um, when I when I saw the trailer and I saw that it was um, inspired by true events, I did my research. Mm-hmm. And when I did my research, I was disturbed. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was disturbed. And I was just like, why in the world would somebody make a movie about that? Like, I mean, we know. We're, I mean, we, we know that there was black people part of the slave trade. Mm-hmm. Um that was that was selling slaves uh to the um to the to the white people or whatever so but we didn't need to see a movie about it so i was just like why would they make a movie about them and then on top of that when i started finding out the way that they were just doing things and how brutal it was i was just like i don't want to see that you know what i'm saying and then and then on top of that i knew that because it's an american hollywood film that they was not about to show that especially not post black lives matter so i was just like and then on top of it them saying inspired by true events instead of saying based on true on a true story that's when i was like okay they're completely changing the narrative and I was like, see, that's going to give white folks something to say. You know what I mean? So why give them the ammo when it's probably something that they didn't even know about? 
Like, those are my opinions, you know. So, I was, I mean, it it made me all the more like, okay, I need to go see this movie just to see what was going to happen. But I still was like, why would they choose this? Of all things, why would they choose this? You know, so, so I was, I was a bit. I was a bit side eyeing the um, the choice, mm-hmm. you know. And how did you feel after seeing it? Um, it's like, yes, they do they do talk about the slave trade, but it was it was a complete uh, it was a complete fiction fictional story, you know. So. Um. They weren't in real life. They weren't trying to get out of the slave trade. They did at one point try to get out of the slave trade with palm oil. It just didn't work. And they went back to slavery. Yeah, but I just, I I didn't see that part in my research. But I was just like, the Yeah, I actually, uh, there's an article on the Smithsonian. I'm uh-huh. on the Smithsonian, uh, the Smithsonian website about that, and they mentioned that specifically. I was surprised to find that out too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was just like, you know, that that's what steered me. I was just like, you know, the way, especially the way that they talked about how brutal they was, you know, and they weren't that brutal. I mean, they were they were on the defense. You know, and if anybody went up against them in the movie, they was, you know, they was handled. And but in real life, like I read about um, how they went at their last battle and how they went. I think it was with the French and how they went into the last battle. And like they went with like almost 400 and came back with like under 20 or something like that. So they, yeah, they was pretty much demolished. So, um, of course, they didn't talk about that at all in the movie. Um, well, they didn't. They didn't really. It's not like the. They don't go over like the whole history of the Akashi right. people and the Holy Warriors and stuff like that. So you know, we're getting a slice of a piece of time, you know, yeah. of the history. Um, now, I had been familiar with. Um, the Dahomey Amazon Warriors for a little while because I was listening to like stuff your mom never told you or stuff you missed in history class, right? And mm-hmm. so it over this top they went over this topic for one of their episodes. Um, and okay. that was really interesting when they decided to make a movie about them. Uh, but I was looking forward to it all the same. Um, I know they've been shopping this movie around since like 2015, right? And it's been really yeah. hard to get made. Um, because, you know, you don't really have a lot of black women-led action films, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's one thing I did see, um, was that Lupita was a part of it, and then she backed out. Mm-hmm. So. I saw one, I saw a, like, a tweet saying that, but I never saw, like, an article. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so I saw that. Because I was like, I feel like that would be bigger news. <laughs> yeah. But there's there's like a video of her because I guess she like started learning about it, and there's mm-hmm. like a video of her, um, talking 
about it and finding out certain things in her lineage and she was crying in the video and stuff like that and I guess finding out whatever she found out about her lineage and then finding out about the Dahomies just didn't mesh well with her together and she just had to back out of it so but I I don't know who she would have played if she was in it though Right. And I would be kind of surprised if she did, to be honest with you, considering the overlap or the inspiration for the Dora Milaje. Partially them. Right, so, right. I, I would like to see that video. But yeah. um, I really didn't have a problem with the idea of them making a movie about a group of people who, well, about the warriors who were a part of the Agoji who uh, were doing you know slave traders because mm-hmm. that, that actually happened right yeah uh, i'm not afraid of people knowing that like people people should know that right um it helps us all be more honest about history in general and how it plays into current events so that mm-hmm. about me. um but yeah i mean any film was probably one of, one of the first lessons my mom taught me that i can remember really is like TV and film are fake. Even when they say based on true events, even when they say inspired by, honestly, to me, those two terms mean the same thing. Right? Um, mm-hmm. We're just going to, you know, tell a story with a lot of the facts, but not all of the facts. And part of that can be due to they don't want to do that, or also due to the limitations of film, right? So this movie is like two hours and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But still, like one of my complaints was in the first like third of the movie or so, there are a lot of very, very short scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like to me they were cut off before they could kind of mature. Um, like they were kind of rushing through some things to try and get you to, you know, the bigger story they wanted to tell. And it just so, felt like, oh, it just felt like, oh, I wanted to be in that moment just a little bit longer or something, you know, something like that. So what in particular do you feel like they rushed through? Just some things at the beginning where it comes to like uh, the culture and the, the culture of the Goje and um, just dealing with some of the lives of the main characters. Uh, to me, it was like, oh, some of the scenes were like, oh, I like where this is kind of going and it just immediately ends. Or I would like to see more about this character, but the scene just kind of just ends. And I was like, this is another kind of limitation of film. Like, I was like, oh, this would be great as a show where we can mm-hmm. really like get into the characters and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. So um are we gonna do spoilers or no spoilers? <laughs> we can do spoilers. Okay. Um I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of with you a little bit on that because when um the one warrior with the nails Mm-hmm. When she died, yeah, I don't think we cared enough. Oh, I think we cared. In my theater, they cared a lot. <laughs> they cared a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. it wasn't that many people in my theater, but I like we. It was like we cared, but it should have been a tearjerker. We cared. I think it was. I felt like I it was. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Like I felt like if it was. Um, if it, what's her name? N- Nastasha? Hmm? 
Is that um, Viola Davis's character's name, Nastasha? Oh, uh, Naniska. Naniska, right. Uh Okay. If it was Naniska's right hand, Mm -hmm. I feel like we would have cried. She is Naniska's right hand. No, not the one with the nails. Yes. No, the one with the nails. Played by Lashana Lynch. The one with the nails was the one that um was the one that was captured. Yes. And she got shot. Yes. That wasn't the one with the right hand. The yes. one that wasn't the one that was her right hand. Yes. No, no it wasn't. It, that's somebody yes. else. That is somebody no, I'm, else. She is also she is also her right hand, is what I'm saying. Okay, so you're saying she got two right hands. I'm looking at her just having one right hand, the one that she shared the room with. Uh, no, that was her number two. So you have your number one yeah. and number two. Wait, why would the why would the one that she shared the room with be her number two? Because the number one is in charge of training the new recruits, and she was the one who also had expressed the interest in like being the general. Okay, see, I was I was looking at the one that she shared the room with as her right hand because she had been there for the longest. She was right there with her through everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, she's her she's her bestie. But as far as like, um, like their ranking, whatever. Okay, okay. So you're looking at it as ranking. See, I I was looking at it all around. Okay. So, um, no, okay. I felt that was that I, that really I felt like that was a real gut punch. Like, See, I didn't. I feel like we needed more character development for it to be a gut punch. I don't think we, well, for me, I don't think we needed it, but I would have definitely liked it. Like, yeah. I think that's one thing, you know, because it is a film, you were just like, with more characters and like, we also have to do these kind of different storylines. We're just not going to get the character development that I would really love to see. Right. Right. But I just, I felt like we should have had more ca- uh, camera time with her for it to have impacted us. What, like it should have because I don't think it I don't think it impacted us that much oh it did us yeah <laughs> it did yeah, us see, I think people, people, were, best, people were uh, like like vocal about it oh yeah yeah maybe it's me I'm a weirdo no, I'm just, it, it, that, some, it, it, your experience can definitely be colored by the audience you're with yeah yeah that's true too that's true too but it was like one two it was like six of us in there (laughs) so yeah it it was not a lot of people in there at all but there was one point where we did clap but i just feel like if it was her bestie i feel like we would have been we would have been sick Uh, i I was sick because i love the chocolate and she did so amazing yeah 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 and she was not like i her character was really kind of unexpected like Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of times movies like this, just like in 300, a lot of the characters are just kind of like grim, very serious all of the time. Uh-huh. And uh, that wasn't her. But she also wasn't like super silly. True. True. She wasn't She wasn't super silly. Um, she, I mean, they kind of humanized the characters. They did. Yeah, well, not kind of. They did. They did humanize the characters. Yeah. So, um, that I appreciated that for now. Yeah, but I do see this here, like they're talking about Lapita was signed up to be the lead, but she exited the role. Yeah. 
And see, I can't see her being the lead because that means that she, she was, was going to be now. No, she was going to be now. Oh, and see, she's too old. <laughs> she's well, like, they might have changed the story, you know, when it was her. They they would have had to. They would have had yeah. to because if she couldn't, she can't play no nineteen year old. Because let me see. I was like, how old is uh, this? Because I don't really know. She's supposed to be 19 in the movie. No, I mean in real life. Oh, no, Lupita's our age. Oh, I know how old Lupita is, but Thusa, who played, oh, now, okay. she's 31. She's 31. And yeah. see, she looks young. Like, yeah, I didn't she think looks she was 19. Young. Yeah, I didn't think she was 19, you know, because yeah. she yeah. looks so young, you know what I mean? Well, you know, people don't ever know how old we are. So that's, fine. that's facts. That's <laughs> facts. <laughs> um, so. One of the other things that I kind of noticed in the movie was, like, there were no, like, romantic relationships at all like within the warriors and i didn't necessarily expect there to be like a storyline or anything like mm -hmm. that but i thought you would see like somebody holding hands or something like that um i anticipated it yeah i definitely anticipated it because i mean damn you're around a bunch of women all the time somebody's a lesbian somebody yeah so and they can't be a lesbian by themselves they need no. a partner Right. <laughs> so, so I definitely anticipated it. Um it seemed like it was kind of going there with the um with the one with the nails. Oh, you think so? It it felt like it felt like we was it felt like we wanted it to go there. Or like we was thinking that was her. Mm -hmm. or we was anticipating it was her mm -hmm. but she didn't give us that and then like that one scene when she was braiding um, when she was braiding the hair and she was talking about somebody I was assuming that she was talking about a girl you know but mm -hmm. we um, really we don't know who she was talking about so yeah, and I just thought that was so odd. Right? Yeah, but the movie is PG-13, too. Right. So. Well, I mean, I'm not like, but like I said, I was like, I thought you might see somebody holding hands, which you would absolutely see in like a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Yeah, but even with, even with the one relationship that was boy-girl, mm -hmm. they didn't really do anything either. That was also very strange. Because it seemed like they wanted to keep it, but also they kind of didn't want it at the same time. Yeah. Like, well, I knew that she couldn't because remember she swore off men. Well, no, I mean like the movie itself because like honestly they're not bad together. Like the the two actors, mm -hmm. they do a pretty good job together. They have pretty nice chemistry, or whatever. Even I, if I might find his character a little like flat, and I you know don't really care about him that much, <laughs> um, he's not a bad actor. Um, but there is like a scene near the end of the film where they're together, right? And he he's purchased her to like save her from what is right, happening. Right. And um, there, you know, it, it seemed like a moment where they're going to kiss, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't. Fine, okay. But then the next time we see them, she's naked, wrapped up in a blanket, and he's running into the room half naked. And I'm like, huh? 
Right. They were fully clothed before. Everybody was confused on that. Everybody yes. Because I, I watched another review and I was confused on that too. I feel like there's a deleted scene. There absolutely is because that yeah. made no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, how do you how do you go from being fully clothed to being naked? Yeah, because like, it wasn't even like she was changing clothes because he had to bring her clothes. Right. And exactly. why is he half naked? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, there's something missing. And I feel like I feel like whoever is the editor felt like we didn't need to know what was missing. And we most definitely need to know what's missing. Right. So, yeah. That, that was just kind of like really glaring for me. I was like... Yeah. Did we miss a storyline? What happened? We missed something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but yeah, because like he washed her hands and that was it. Next thing you know, she's naked. Yeah. Sorry. And then he brought her clothes. Right. So she was just in there naked. And he came into the room half naked, but he had on clothes before. So I just... Right. Right. And he didn't have blood on his clothes, so no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that um, one, yeah. yeah, that was very like a head scratcher for me. Uh, mm. I did love all the action scenes, I thought the action was great, just like yeah. you said, like all the training and stuff they did was there on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, the action scenes were clear because a lot of times, sometimes when you're watching action, I can't tell. Who's where, or, or like what exactly happened to them? Right? Um, mm-hmm. Which is usually due to like bad choreography and bad editing, but that's not a problem here at all. Like I can tell everything that's happening, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how some of them have like fighting different fighting styles or different uh, preferences for different weapons. I like yeah, because a lot of times you don't get that. Um, right, right. Like the one with the nails. The nails also um, Nawa's axe on a rope. Mm-hmm. Um, which they which was also used in the movie Prey. Like, but I love that. That was really cool. So. Yeah, and that was kind of full circle because um, remember she was talking she was talking shit about that rope. Mm-hmm. And then that's exactly. her thing. And you know what's so funny is because when I I took my goddaughter and she didn't have no clue what this movie was. She's fifteen, and she didn't never heard of or anything like that. I don't know. I don't know where she thought that it had anything to do with Wonder Woman, but she probably just saw their costumes and thought maybe and heard they were Amazons and thought Wonder Woman. I don't even think she heard the Amazon part, but she had she had Wonder Woman in her head going in, and so when we got out, she mentioned something about Wonder Woman. I was like, well, hey. They had a rope. So there go your Wonder Woman. <laughs> we don't get to a Wonder Woman, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she does have a sister. Nubia. Um, yeah, she did. Right. So maybe when we can get some better directors and uh, writers, we can get a Nubia movie because those Wonder Woman movies are just, they're trash. I'm sorry, I cannot. <laughs> Very bad films. They're not even fun. Um, unlike this one. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, the, the people I were with, they were they clapped a few times, some at some lines, some during the action scenes. People mm-hmm. were, you know, like, Whoa, like all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then what was it? I so I saw it Thursday right before it came out, and then mm-hmm. like that Friday morning, I noticed a hashtag on Twitter talking about boycott the woman king. Yeah, and I was like, are you kidding me? And people were upset. People who clearly had not seen the movie. Uh, the whole argument was like, well, what if Jewish people made a movie glorifying Nazi soldiers? So that's excuse that me. Analogy, that doesn't work. <laughs> what if Jewish <laughs> soldiers made a what if Jewish people about- made a movie about Glorify, made a movie glorifying Nazi soldiers. Let's see, that's the argument. Um, that's not the Yeah, it's not at all. Yeah. Uh, first of all, like uh, Africa, I mean not Africa, but slavery had existed in Africa before the Europeans got there, but it was also mm-hmm. like not the same kind of slavery we have in the United States. Right. It was very different. Um. You know, uh, but that is, it's, it's a real, but that is, it's not Nazis. It's not like, it's not the same thing. Right. Right. And it's not about like how righteous and glorious they were. Or it's, that's not what's happening in the movie. They do talk about slavery. They do talk about how slavery had enriched them greatly. Mm-hmm. Right. So it wasn't like they were trying to hide from that or whatever. Um, and just like you would, have, just like you did have, if you want to go with the Nazi Germany comparison, uh, <laughs> you had people who did not agree with what was happening. Yeah, but that comparison just does not work. No, no, the the comparison doesn't work. But it seemed like the way the way I interpreted it from the movie was that they were making it seem like they were taking their enemies and selling them into slavery. Mm-hmm. And what I read about them was that they were going into tribes, killing the adults, stealing the kids, and selling the kids into slavery. Mm-hmm. They did both. Okay. So. Because like having, you know, warring with another with another nation or tribe and then taking... The prisoners and slavery, very common. So they would have definitely done that. Yeah. But they did So it was like a half-truth that the movie was telling. But then also, it's a movie, right? Yeah. So Right. And, that's what, and that was my argument with a lot of yeah. people because I was just like, you know, we cannot look to movies to educate us. We have to look to Hollywood to entertain us. We yeah. need to look to schools into books to educate us which unfortunately they're not doing and they plan on outlawing basically like right right and that's where some places some movies like like a movie like this you wouldn't be able to show in some places right exactly exactly and and that that's where the main problem lies but then you have some people that are just like well i filter what i watch so I'm not 
gonna subject myself to watch something like this. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to, but boycott the movie because you haven't actually seen it and your arguments are incorrect. Like, quite clearly, if you've seen the movie, what you're saying is not applicable. <laughs> like, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. that's, their movies are good for piquing your curiosity. Just like you said, you saw the trailer and you decided to do your research. Yeah. Yeah, because I, because before I saw the trailer, I had never heard of them. Right. Yeah. So, so. I, can, I know there are several thousand more people who had not heard of them before mm-hmm. this, who will now right. go and do the research. Right. Right. But then some people are going to take this as this is what happened and that's just what it is. Yeah, and that's the uh, problem. You know, that's right. The problem. I, <laughs> we definitely need to treat, uh, teach uh, critical thinking and media literacy in schools as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, um, I can't help you with that one, buddy. That one's on you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Because it's like it's like they do take creative liberties and yeah. you can you can fact check. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I say, like, you know, view it and then fact check or educate and then review. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But to just completely turn your back on it, I don't think that's I don't think that's something that is um is something that I would do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I don't and- think I don't think that's productive. The ideal they're looking for is unfair, too, right? Mm-hmm. If you have movies like Gladiator and Braveheart and you have movies like um, The Last Samurai, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. who right. more than blatantly, you know, lie and make a fix, you know, they're just right. accurate. Right. But they don't get that same kind of criticism because everybody knows this is just a movie. Right, right, exactly. And... And then on top of that, let's just be real. Like, black people are so, so, so hard on ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're quick to to down something that has something to do with us before we down something else. Or it it has to be perfect. It has to reach this level of perfection. Particularly when you're, you know, featuring dark-skinned black women. Mm Mm-hmm. Because right. some of the other things I was seeing in the hashtag were things like, oh, you're suppressing the truth for the empowerment of these black women. It's like, that's not, that's not at all. What? Oh, wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they, they were going there, huh? Right. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't even go read the hashtag. Like, I just was like, oh, there's a hashtag. Okay. I read it because I was like, what? Because <laughs> I knew people were going to be mad. Those people are always mad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, well, what is it this time? You know, <laughs> like, what's mm-hmm. the argument for this one? Day? Yeah. Um, and that's that, that was part of what I saw. Um, mm-hmm. But again, like, y'all are asking for a lot with, that you don't ask for for these other films that are similar mm-hmm. in tone, inspired by, based on. You, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're, not, you're not blaming them for being, not telling the entire completely historically accurate uh, thing of the people that you're starring. Like, <laughs> what is the difference? Why? Why is yeah. why is perfection and like uh, total historical accuracy suddenly demanded of this film? Right, right. That's a great. That's a well, a great question. You know, um, 
I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's for me. I personally wouldn't have picked them to make a movie about. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie is great. Like, mm-hmm. and then that's the and then that's the killer part about it because once you do see people's reviews that have actually seen it, they love the movie. Like everybody like on my news feed on Facebook that actually wrote on there that they just went and saw the movie. I didn't see now one negative thing. I haven't seen it either. Everybody yeah. I know who's seen the movie loved it. Wanted now, to see it again. Right, right. Now, back to the movie. Um, what do you think about that plot twist? about the girl being um Naniska's oh. daughter. Um I mean okay what I the only the thing about that storyline that I don't particularly care for is the whole thing of her being raped. Not that that's not a thing that didn't happen, not that the movie didn't do it uh sensitively, right? Um mm-hmm. just that women being raped in films as motivation is like a very tired trope. <laughs> A long okay. time. I, you see it. It's extremely. It's to me. It's extremely frequent. Like you have mm. this whole. Have you ever heard of um, like fridging? Mm. So no. fridging is when the main character. It started off in comic books, really, where this man, this male character's wife, was literally put into a fridge, and like that's how she was murdered, and that's like his motivation for you know whatever comes next. Um, but okay. you see it a lot in films where you have your main character, someone next to the main character is murdered, and that's their motivation for everything that comes, you know. Oh, so, like on some John Wick type shit. Right. Exactly. Only at least John Wick is not really taking itself all that seriously. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so you see that a lot. It's a trope, and it's just like, okay, you know. Um, I felt like we still could have had like some emotional attachments where it didn't have to be her. I mean, it didn't. It, she didn't necessarily have to be her daughter. She didn't necessarily have to be raped to have the baby. You know, like, I feel like we could have worked that around a little bit better. Because um, the one thing, like the whole thing where she's like, yeah, and I cut your arm and I put a shark's tooth in it, and it's still in her body 19 years later? <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, you would have thought that it would have worked its way out by now. Work its way out. She would have gotten an infection. Yeah. Like I don't. Right, because I mean, they was in the middle of the forest. I'm sure their hands weren't clean. Like, right. I was like, I don't <laughs> that arm would have been gone. Right. Yeah. I, maybe if she like cut a symbol in the skin or something like that, because I've heard of that. Yeah, like yeah. you know, carving her up or a little bit or something. <laughs> but carving up newborn. Right. I'm putting my initials on you. The shark's tooth. I was like, I. No, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. What did you think about okay. that? Um, I saw it a mallet way. Mm-hmm. I saw it, that was very easy. That was very lazy. Um, and I don't think that we needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just one more extra thing that was going on. But I felt like their connection was already there before this added thing you know um but it did make sense because she was a warrior that got captured Mm -hmm. um i would like to have known how she got away 
Yeah. You know, so, but the whole thing with her being a warrior that got captured, that made sense because, again, they swore off men. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it made sense that it had to be rape, you know, because she took her job very seriously, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. She, she just, I was like, could have been yeah. a little sister, could have been, you know, some other relative or whatever, who knows. Um, mm-hmm. But that storyline needed some tightening up. It really did. And mm-hmm. uh, like, I love the idea of her like having the dream of the beast and then realizing like the beast is her and how she needs to face uh, what her past and stuff like that. Like, I love that. But I feel like we could definitely have worked mm-hmm. on that just a little, just a little tighten that up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the king's wife? What did you think about that character? I felt like we needed more from her, right? Yeah. She felt like, very I needed flat. to know what the reason, yeah. I needed to know the reason why she was like this. Yeah. Like, what was I wanted issue? some more court intrigue, right? Like, mm-hmm. Game of the House of the Dragon right now, like, it's all, like, court intrigue, right? What's going to happen mm-hmm. with this very, like, small group of people and why people are socially climbing and stuff like that. We don't really get that from her. We just know that yeah. she's in business. She wants to be named the woman king. Okay, but like, why? Who is she? Where is she from? Right. What does she right. want? Why does she want this? And then you already got the title of, of wife. So, like, first I, wife. First wife at that. So, yeah. why, why are we giving you woman king again? I don't know. Like, what? Why, why do you want this? Right. Why do you right. even want this, though? Like, what do you want to do with it? Right, right. So it just felt yeah. um like it just felt thin. Yeah. yeah, it was it was extremely thin and it didn't we don't understand why. Like what's why do you have an issue? Right. What's your motivation? Why do you have an issue? Like and I feel where, like where some of that was probably look? explored in those earlier scenes that were really short. Yeah. Yeah, or missing altogether. So, mm-hmm. and then um, I also didn't like her makeup look. Not that there was anything wrong with her makeup look; like the makeup was well done, and then she looked beautiful in it. But it was mm-hmm. just extremely modern. I saw that in your tweets. Um, I didn't mind it. I was like, I want to, I want to see some more like African, at least you know, of the time inspired makeup. It don't have to be like completely historical accuracy, but like make me think she did she's not wearing a full lid of gold eyeshadow that you got, you know, like from Mac or something. Like Yeah. But that's just I know that's just me. Like that's just me. So like, <laughs> it just stood out, especially compared to like all the other women in the film, of course, where most of the warriors and they're really wearing like nude makeup and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also some of the other wives had more kind of African looking, what you would think of as African looking, like makeup and stuff like that. But hers was yeah. very, maybe they, very modern. Maybe they did that because they needed her to stand out that much more because her. But I felt like they did that with like, her hair and everything, like her hair and everything, her costume. It was like a whole presentation as a whole because if she stood out with her hair and her clothing and stuff and then her makeup was just there 
And well, that I don't think it would need to be just there, but maybe we don't do a full lid of gold eyeshadow. Well, yeah. it had to be extravagant, and she's she's the she's the first wife. It had but to be you could do it in a different way, right? So you could do it where it might be like a stripe across the eyes, right? Or some, you know. But I did love the hair that she had, where it was like covered in calorie calorie shells. Mm -hmm. Yeah, her hair was money. banging. It's, that's literal money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Her hair was banging. Her hair was yeah. banging. Um. But yeah, yeah, I've yeah her her character fell extremely flat. I wish they would have um, spent a little bit more yeah. time with her because we just we just don't understand why she's like that. She comes off petty and shallow. Yeah, but it's just because we don't know anything about her. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, you know what the the king kind of reminded me of. Um, the way they portrayed George W. Bush in um in W, how basically Dick Cheney was the one running the country, but he had to make W feel like he was the one running the country. Mm. So it was kind of like Naniska had his ear, and she was very persuasive. And she knew that he was going to, you know, sway her way. But he had he had to say it. It wasn't one hundred percent like W and Cheney, but well, that's that old, you know, I am the monarch kind of power, kind of. But you know, like right, right, right. But that's like the first thing that came to my mind was W. <laughs> yeah. So, because there was there was a few times where. He kind of he kind of went on ahead and swayed her way, but it was him that had to make the decision. Mm -hmm. Even though oh, yeah. we know, well, that I mean that's almost like Black that. Panther too, right? Like Nakia is the one with the answer, but we have to go through the whole movie for T'Challa mm -hmm. to be like, "Oh yeah, Nakia, you were right." <laughs> right, this whole time, you know. So, but yeah, um. Was there any other key points that you wanted to hit? Um, not that I can think of. What about you? No. No, I think I think we hit I think we hit the key points and the controversy. Yes. Yeah. So um, But overall I think we would both say it's definitely worth your time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um do you want to write it? Well, not yet, because, like, it's only out now, right? It's been mm -hmm. number one for one weekend, so we don't know the full impact as of it as of yet. But I think both of us saying, like, yeah, we both enjoyed it. You should definitely see it. Everybody who saw it said they loved it. <laughs> right, right. Because, again, like, I, everybody that I saw that actually watched it, I haven't saw one negative comment. Yeah. All the negative comments are coming from people that have not seen it. Who have not seen it, are not interested in seeing it, and really just want to hate on it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Which it is, is unfortunate. unfortunate. I think a lot of people are looking at this as like kind of like a historical drama instead of like a blockbuster action movie. 
Yeah. And I think what kills it is the whole inspired by true events. But I there feel like so if many they, action movies that are like that. Like I it shouldn't yeah. be special, a special thing for this film, you know what I mean? I yeah, I agree to a certain extent, but I feel like because of what they um what they chose to base it off of and the dark past of that tribe, that's killing it. If they if they were to have made like a fictional tribe and if you did your research, you would have found out where they based it off of instead of saying inspired by, then yeah. maybe it would have been received yeah. a little better. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't think so to be like black women in a lot of eyes can never do anything right. So you might as well just do what you want. Um, yeah, like I, I even if it had been like that, there would be some other things being said about why about black women in the movie. <laughs> I don't think you yeah. can ever really escape it, and, and it doesn't seem to have harmed the film, right? Like it is still number yeah, one, you're right? And everybody who's seen it has you're liked right. it. So. You're right. I would love I to know the like, demographics of who saw it. Yeah, I do like the. Um, I do like that they said it was inspired by or based on you know these real people and everything because I think we could definitely use more of that, especially coming from uh, different nations in Africa, especially you know uh, pre-colonial or during colonial or you know. Mm-hmm. I would love to see more of that. Period. You know, yeah. whether the truth is harder to swallow than others. Yeah. Let me see that. I want my African Game of Thrones, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. You yeah. know, that would be really awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think we should hold off on the on the um ranking as well. Um, but yeah, I would I would really love to know the demographic of people that actually went and viewed it. That's a good question. I'm sure there's there's still that somewhere, you know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they did that with like the screenings or something. Well, I've seen it for um, other like films. Like I've seen like and you know forty percent of blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't know where you actually find that information. Yeah. Because I'm looking at a box office mojo, but again, it's a really soon because they have lots of different mm-hmm. kinds of rankings. Mm-hmm. But it's really soon, so they don't have anything quite like that up. Yeah, unfortunately. But I would like to see that too, because um, was it Lashana Lynch posted a thank you video today, which included. Um, like screenshots of tweets and other TikToks talking about the woman king. And mm-hmm. there are definitely quite a few men who were involved in, in those. So but I would like to see that too. Yeah. 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 I think that would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. So Maria, where can we reach you? Oh well you can reach me online pretty much anywhere. At Valar More Dollars, that's V A L A R M O R Dollars. You can also find me on the Nerdgasm Noir podcast, where it's me and like five other black women talking about geeky, nerdy things. 
And uh, we, we, we love to do that. We just can't stop talking. It's great. Uh, where can they find you, Lindsay? Um, I'm everywhere at L underscore Renell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. Um, and then I also have a another podcast as well called The Ish We Talk. And that's me and two other co-hosts. And we talk about various topics. Um, this past week. Um, this past week we talked about PMB Rock and his passing, unfortunately. And that was that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I have a friend who is um a Los Angeles native, and he came on the show and he talked about um basically the culture out there and how the um, the Roscoe's that he was at was the Roscoe's that you do not go to. Mm. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that was that was a very interesting conversation, right there. So, yeah. So R.I.P. to P.N.B. Rock. But, um, but yeah. So, um, that was our bonus episode about oh. the Woman King. Hope everyone that hears our voice will um, go in and view the movie. Yes, because it costs fifty million dollars to make. Mm-hmm. Um, they projected it would make twelve million for its first weekend, and it's beating its projections for with about nineteen million. So, oh, that's awesome! That boycott now, nah, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, so everybody that hears our voice, I hope y'all will go out there and view it because it is definitely worth your time. Yes, and, and leave some comments. Let us know what you think of it. Let us know yeah. if you had any questions. This conversation changed your mind, or if you're more curious, if you knew about the Dahomey Warriors before this, uh, leave us a comment, write us a review, share the video. Let us know. Join the Rumi fam. Yep, yeah, absolutely. All right. Until next time, we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Still recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's thinking. Hold on.